Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of the Directors Club podcast. I'm Patrick Rapol, and with me is a very special guest. You could probably say the most special guest of all guests we've, we've ever had. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> My mother. Hi, Mom. Hey, Pat. Martha Rapol. How you doing, Pat? All right. All right, and uh, you know it's Mother's Day. Well, this is this is being released on Mother's Day, so Happy Mother's Day! Thank you, honey. I thought it would be fun for us to do a special little thing where we watched a movie together. All right, and yeah, I love watching movies. Yeah, you love movies. <laughs> you don't love, but you love them in kind of a different way than me. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You like what you okay? Like, uh, what would be your like uh, name? Name just some of your favorite movies. Don't uh, you know, like Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. And um, as good as it gets. Okay, that was a good know. one. James L. Brooks. Yeah. You like Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Do you? Did you ever see the uh, the what was the movie with Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton? Ah, uh, yeah. Did uh, you ever see that one? Yep. There you go. Yep, that's that's yep. that's up your wheelhouse. So that's the kind of yeah the James L. Brooks kind of romantic comedy. Absolutely, that's my favorite dramedies. Mm-hmm. I remember you renting a couple. More than a couple uh, Julia Roberts movies yeah. back in the day. A little My Best Friend's Wedding, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. Okay. So, like, that's the kind of movie you like. Yep. But the kind of movie I like are, like, slasher movies. No. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> like, I really like horror movies. Uh. And in general, I like, you know, slasher movies. So, I thought uh, for Mother's Day, you know, since it's a special Mother's Day episode, I thought it'd be fun if we watched a, uh, like, a movie that you're just completely unfamiliar with and I could sort of walk you through it. And sort of explain what I find interesting about them, and uh, just you know, like how like how many what horror movies have you ever watched in your life? Like, have you? Uh, none. Yeah, I think you told <laughs> no, no, me. No, no, I watched The Birds once. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock, and I think um, you told me. I think you saw The Exorcist. The Exorcist. That yes, is a huge when. divide <laughs> yeah. between The Birds and the. That's about it. Yeah, that's all. So you haven't seen a horror movie since no. the seventies, right? Have you seen Silence of the Lambs? Uh, yeah, Some I might see count that. that. Okay, yes. so you might have seen like a thriller right. here or there. Right. But a straight horror movie you have right. not watched since the 70s. And this is more like a birthday present to you, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is so much a Mother's Day gift for me. But no, I'm happy to do this. It's going to we'll... be fun, okay. I think, because we're just going to talk. And it's, this, I'm interested this is, uh, in stuff. Friday 13th, interested. shot in New Jersey. Ooh, cool. Which is where Love you're from. Yeah. So you have that connection. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. And uh, it's kind of, it is actually Mother's Day themed, but I can't tell you why. Because oh. it's sort of a surprise. But okay. you'll, and also there's a certain famous actor. Uh, those at home, please don't shout out and ruin it for her. <laughs> uh, but there's a certain famous actor in Friday the 13th that I would wonder if you recognize. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, the one other thing I really want to do real quick, just to sort of uh, show where you're coming from. Yes. Do you know the name of the killer of the Friday 13th movies? No. No, not at all. Okay. Do you know the name of the killer in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? No. Okay. Do you know, like, the basic premise of the, like, Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Or anything? Okay. <laughs> Nothing. All right. Just, again, just demonstrating sort of where you're coming from. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And you at home, of course, can follow along. This is an audio commentary. All you got to do is take... Your copy of Friday the 13th. Uh, sorry we didn't do a movie that is on Netflix or whatever, but come on. This is a classic movie. You should own this. Uh, <laughs> it's a, right up there with Ben Hur. Uh-huh. And uh, so take your uh, your copy of Friday the 13th. You press play. 
Um, you'll see the Paramount logo come up, and as soon as the Paramount, the word Paramount, like a golf and western company, fades in, as soon as that fades in, press pause, okay? And then uh, I'll give us a countdown, and we'll all count down, and I'll say five, three, four, three, two, one, go. And on go, we'll all press play, and then we'll be watching the movie together. He'll be watching it with me and my mom. Cool. Yeah. What a fun treat. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hang out with me and my mom? I know. Yeah. All right. So uh, I don't even need to give you time to get ready. Just pause this. Get it ready. Hey, you're back. Awesome. Okay. So now that you're all ready, I'll give the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, go. So there we are. You have the uh, classic Paramount logo. And this is actually, this is a risky film for Paramount to pick up because it's, it's considered so just trashy and garbage. Why um, did they t- pick it up? Do you know? Because it was really, it was sold very well. Here's okay. actually, okay, so here's the story of Friday the 13th, um, the film. Uh, what happened was Sean is coming, Cunningham is the producer, right? Um, mm-hmm. And Sean is Cunningham he was trying to get funding for a movie. So what he did is he put an ad in the paper. He said, coming next year, Friday the 13th, and had that logo. You're going to see the logo. Camp Crystal Lake, 1958. Oh. Not going to reveal your age, so you may not have been born yet. Maybe you were. Not going to say. <laughs> but Not going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. So this is like at a camp, it says. Yeah. Something like a yeah. camp. Have you ever been camping? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. went to like a, did you go to like overnight camp when you were growing uh, up? Just a little bit of Girl Scout camp, like a mm-hmm. weekend or something like that. And camped with my, my Girl Scouts as a Girl Scout leader. So what did you do? So. Did you do like archery or just arts and crafts? And... Yeah, a lot of arts and crafts, a lot of s'mores. Oh yeah, canoeing? A little bit of canoeing. A little bit of canoeing. Mostly campfire and... Alright, so I'll, I'll get back to the story okay. about the making of it. Right now we have one of the most famous sort of slasher movie uh, constructs, which is... The idea that this first-person camera, okay, um, which is let me move the screen down a little bit so you can see better. Yeah. Now this is the killer's point of view. Okay, and this is actually so. This was along with Halloween, the movie that made slash movies very popular, and all throughout the eighties, dozens and dozens of these movies came out, seeming like every weekend there'd be another one because they're just so easy to make. They're very cheap. Okay, and they were just very popular. And is it no sound right now because it's a. Uh... Killer walking it's around very quiet right okay. now. I will. I'm gonna. Oh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and put on the subtitles. Okay. Uh. So anyway, so the idea is that it's the killer sort of stalking around, and the actual premise of that is, it's you want to mask the identity of the killer. You want to hide that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of but a lot of people like Roger Ebert, Gene, uh, Cicely and Ebert, they were they thought that that meant that the audience was identifying with the killer, and they thought, that, oh, that's garbage, it's so horrible. People are rooting for the killer, and da da. So, like these movies were very scandalous okay. uh, for a time, um, but this was the first one. Uh, the moon. Yeah, you got this. Yeah, you know, sort of the creepy moon again. The camera sort of peeking around. You don't know oh, if yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Uh, someone looking at them or. Right. That's cool. Yeah, so we got little kids. You got the kids sneaking away. This is actually kind of... I realized this recently. I was re-watching this. This is actually kind of a rip-off of... Did you ever see Jaws? Yeah. 
Remember yeah. the beginning of Jaws? There's all these kids around a campfire and they're playing guitar and stuff and then two sneak away to go swimming and then the uh, one girl gets eaten? Uh, yeah. Sort of like that. Okay. So, this is actually, among the many movies this uh, this movie would rip off, including Halloween, um, some other films, some Italian horror movies. Oh, okay. And also, the beginning kind of rips off Jaws. So anyway, of course, you got these kids sneaking around. They're up to no good. Are these a camp counselor? These are, are the counselors. Going? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, but anyway, uh, anyway, let, let, real quick, I'll tell you the story again. The uh, Shauna's Cunningham put out a full page ad in Variety saying, "Coming next summer, Friday the 13th. and it had the big logo. And all these people were calling, like, "Hey, we want to distribute this movie. We want to distribute this movie." He didn't have a movie. He didn't even have a script. He just knew that he could sell a title oh <laughs> and an gosh. image. So they threw this movie together in order to sell it. And, you know, eventually it did pick up distribution by Paramount. So, again, we have the killer sort of stalking these campers uh-huh. and these, these uh, camp counselors up to no good. But we don't know who the killer is. And that, that becomes important later. Oh my gosh. Uh oh. What? Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Okay. We don't. Oh. Hey, yeah. Oh. I got it right in the gut. Ow. Uh oh. Yep. You think she's going to get away? Maybe she'll get away? Oh, no. Nah, she's not getting away. Um, so, again, this is a uh, sort of the classic oh my gosh. setting it up. Something terrible. This is another very popular trope with these kind of movies. Is this is 1958 happening right now? Okay. The idea is something terrible happened 30 years ago uh-huh. or 25 years ago at this at this site. Now it's cursed. There's kind of so a lot of things are based on urban legends. Now here we got this great logo. This is that image of a glass breaking. Yeah, and the, what's that about? <laughs> it's just it's honestly just to show like we're in your face and we're aggressive. This isn't your father's. Horror movies. These aren't slow, moody, kind of creepy movies. These are right in your face. You saw all the oh, blood that's okay. coming out of the guy's stomach and right. stuff. Like, and if we could hear right now, unfortunately, listeners, uh, our audio is not working great, but we have the subtitles on, so we'll we would hear this uh, a theme song that's very reminiscent of Psycho. Mm-hmm. And in fact, a lot of these movies take a lot from Psycho. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those movies with a lot of screeching violins. You know the Psycho theme that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not that I've seen Psycho, but I no. can imagine. You saw the other, you saw the lesser, this, the less right. scary Alfred Hitchcock right. kind of horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so that was that was like 1958, and then now the rest of the movie takes place modern day, which oh, is 1981. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. In New Jersey, huh? In New Jersey, okay. in, um, and we'll see in a second exactly where. I'm not going to okay. spoil it. Oh. Because <laughs> I had to deduce. I can't wait. I had to deduce, and it is a sort of thing. This kind of looks like New Jersey in the eighties, right? With those oh yeah, oh yeah. Trees. It actually looks like Glen Ridge with the the brook right next door. There you go. You grew up in Glen Ridge. Glen Ridge the, you New have Jersey. a lot of stories about that brook. That brook. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who drew? Which aunt? Uh, aunt rode, Maggie. Aunt Maggie rode your bike into the the brook. Yep. And mm-hmm. Broke it. Well, no, but it was my brand new bright yellow banana seat Stingray bike, mm-hmm. and she took it and she rode over and fell into the brook eight feet and the only thing she could do is scream that I was going to kill her for taking her bike and she was kind of right though right you were mad yeah. <laughs> oh, oh look at how cool the gas pumps look in the mm-hmm. dog a little mm-hmm. 
again, this this idea of she's uh, sort of headed into somewhere that's a little old and a little rickety and a little okay. creepy. What is she? Is she traveling with her backpack? Mm-hmm. See, so now she's oh, going she's to going Camp going Crystal to Lake. Camp. Okay. So you remember when gas pumps looked like that? Oh, yeah. Sometimes, like, you drive through central Illinois, you still see gas pumps uh, like that. Yeah, some places don't have old time. So, mm-hmm. you know, a movie like this is very cheap to make. You just sort of, you know, obviously you just find a small town to shoot it in. Yeah. Often they would shoot, uh, like, especially the later Friday 13 movies would be shot in Canada because Canada in the 80s was giving crazy tax breaks. Um, oh, okay. And a lot of actual, like, uh, slasher movies were, like, pr- produced in Canada because... Canada as a country was so desperate for Canadian content. Mm-hmm. Now I see she's here. She's asking where Camp Crystal Lake is, but everyone's like, that's not a good name to bring up, you know? See, it's these little... <laughs> wow. Camp Blood is what they call it. See? Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, yeah. So... Lots of luck like... Oh. Again, it's uh, it's this, this it's the sort of way of, oh, don't go there. Don't go... Like, it's sort of setting up the dread. Yeah. Because... Honestly, these movies have no budget. You have to do everything you can to drag it out because all the money is going to be spent on, you know, four or five really good, like, special effects where the guy, kids get killed. Okay. But the rest of it is just going to be a lot of filler. And that's actually what makes the films interesting to me. But um, anyway, Canada, in the 80s, they were so desperate to have produce, like, Canadian content um, and to promote the arts in their country that they would just back all these movies. So if the movies made a loss, like, if they made no... They would, they would be covered. They wouldn't lose any money because Canada would, they would be a tax break. Okay. So, a lot of these kind of slasher movies, you know, your My Bloody Valentines, your Terror Trains, that right there is Crazy Ralph. Okay. Yelling. Wow. Look at her just getting curse. up in that. Uh, does that say Seaside, New Jersey, or that says Stanhope? Stanhope. Oh, okay, that's up north. Okay. Yeah. Not far from where Aunt Mary is. That near Hope, like... New Jersey, or is that the same? Because right later you'll see her walk by a cemetery that okay. says Hope, New Jersey Cemetery. I'm not sure about Hope, but I think that's up. Do you know anyone from Stanhope? I think it's near Franklin, New Jersey, where Marianne mm-hmm. used to live, Aunt Marianne. Mm-hmm. When did she live there? Um, was it the 80s? Before she moved to Chatham. Uh-huh. So that was like, you know, maybe when Frankie and Shannon were in grammar school and stuff. So. Ooh, so that was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. She was right. She was right in the thick of Friday Thirteenth Country. Oh. <laughs> Will you ever go hitchhiking? Never. Never. I have never gone. Not even nineteen eighty one. No. Not even when you're growing up when hitchhiking was safer. My and... father was a Buick dealer. We always had cars, <laughs> <laughs> even if we had to share them with the M yeah. and M logo. Yeah, you hitchhiked. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me that your first car was a Chevy Vega, mm-hmm. and that you got, and that your dad got the dealer to no one of the salesmen got the salesman to paint because it was you and your sister Maggie right had to share the car right, and they got they painted M M&M and M on the door. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your first car. Yep. Because you're one of nine kids. One of nine kids and no <coughs> AC in the car at all. Yeah, absolutely. Probably no AC here. That's why they got those windows open. Oh, yeah. So, again, here he is. He's telling her about the kids getting murdered in their 58. A lot of... They'll set up the backstory and then a lot of people just talking about the backstory some more. Okay. Again, it's kind of filler, uh, this part. but So she's a cook. 
at oh. Crab Kiss, Camp okay. Crystal Lake. And this is actually a uh, ripoff of Psycho. Not to go ahead, not to spoil this riveting story for you, yes. but uh, one of the famous things, or spoil Psycho for that matter, but one of the famous things about Psycho was they cast Janet Leigh, this popular actress, uh, mother of Jamie Lee Curtis, actually, who would go on to be the lead in Halloween. So that was an interesting connection there. But Janet Leigh, we cast in this movie, and then halfway through the movie, she gets killed off. And no one would expect it. They all thought she was the lead of the movie. She'd be right. there till the end. And right. then the rest of the movie, you're following this killer around. Oh, jeez. So this is a, And so that sort of psych out mm-hmm. is actually a very famous technique. Here we have the uh, Hope, New Jersey oh, okay. uh, Cemetery. That was where I deduced... You can see Hope oh, okay. NJ right there. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting because... Um, yeah, I'll get to this later, but... Uh, uh, yeah, the whole series kind of takes place around New Jersey. That's cool. That's I what didn't I always know liked that. about that. I, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Not that it's, not that it's like, um, you know, not that it's like super local. Like they mostly shot them in Canada and stuff like that. But uh, they have one movie called uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, mm-hmm. and that was when uh, the killers uh, stalking them around a. Uh, on a uh, boat that's going to camp that Manhattan, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, it's going to be the killer, and he's going to be in the city this time. It's not going to be like a camp or whatever." Okay, so do you recognize any of these actors yet? Okay, let me look. Um, is that girl somebody I should know? No. Okay. <laughs> you'll see. You'll, you'll see a little later. All right. So again, it's pretty farmland. Yeah, yeah, it's all beautiful. Um, that's they make the bet. Like you don't have to spend a lot of money to just have a lot of wide shots of forests and stuff. So, and also it's easy to match. Things don't have to look like a single town or whatever. Yeah, you can just you can just shoot. You know, if and if you have to go back and do reshoots, you can shoot in someone's backyard as long as they have enough right. trees. Like, right. <laughs> so, you know, you can find an old abandoned campground. All you got to do is make the signage, and then right. you have all your. You know, that's what they did for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They just found an abandoned house. And they just filled it with stuff. Oh. So like, and that actually makes it a lot scarier because everything just looks so creepy and real. Mm-hmm. But again, you have this movie. Yeah, they're setting up all the people who are coming in. Okay. And uh, setting up all of the, um, uh, you know, the later the potential victims, oh. sort of. So, um, and this is actually sort of what is always interesting to me is, and this is actually a theory I personally have developed. This isn't like a popularly, you know carried about for people who like slasher movies so yeah one of those kids is very famous okay <laughs> I haven't seen I can't see the face that's fine but um here's the structure of these slasher movies that I find interesting which is there's um that's what's his name yeah what is his name mm. shoot well uh, can you name any movies he's in let me see I gotta see his face again yeah <clears throat> You know I'm terrible with names. No, yeah, I'm, and I'm but the same. I know who that is. And he, listeners to the podcast will know I'm the same way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do, do you get it from me? I guess. Uh, I just that's I don't have a memory for names. Shoot. Anyway, okay. Here's the typical structure of a, and this is act, this scene is actually a good example of that. Here's the typical structure of a slasher movie. Slasher movie is two movies. There's movie A and there's movie B. Oh, yeah. And movie A is a summer 
like comedy, like romance. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's kids running around. They have crushes on each other. They are like, I don't know if I should talk to her. Mm-hmm. They're fa- you know they're messing around by the pool or the by the lake or whatever. You know, like any number of meatballs, any number of those kind of camp comedies. Right. This right here is a scene where this is the guy who runs the camp, and it turns out that him and this girl who's a counselor there have started a relationship. Uh-huh. And apparently it's not going well, and she's thinking of just leaving. Oh. And he's asking her to, uh, he's asking her to stay for another week. Oh. So there's this drama, you know, there's these characters. So that's movie uh-huh. A. Movie uh-huh. A is just this kind of light, weird you know, drama that's very low stakes, but it's just kind of people hanging uh-huh. out. Movie B is that there's a killer on the loose. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and what happens is movie B picks off characters from movie A uh-huh. until movie A can't continue anymore. <laughs> oh, and this is all your theory on this it? This is my theory, but this is how these movies, like, <laughs> yeah. you'll watch. See, like, they're having drama right now. Mm-hmm. This, this guy, what, I don't know what he's wearing. Like, he's wearing a little... Bandana around his neck? Yeah, he looks like a little dog. Like, he's wearing nothing but, like, a bandana. That's to absorb the sweat. Is that what that is? Yep. Yep. He's got that crazy mustache. Yep. Do your brothers have mustaches in the 80s? Oh, every single one of them. Yeah. All five of them. Yeah. Um, And she looks like Mary Lou Retton or... That's true. Or Dorothy Hamill. Yeah, yeah, the the, sort of the bob. Yeah. Yeah. Very popular. See, again, there's this tension between them. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, hypothetically, there's a movie that could happen that's about that tension. Uh-oh. But that's not Now this is a yeah, the see? camera behind... I already got it. You're already getting the hang of it. Camera behind the tree. So it's a, it's a fun summertime. They're by the lake. They're all hanging out and stuff. But at the same time, there's just this sort of sense of danger lurking everywhere. Mm-hmm. So they're, um, so anyway, that's what I like, I, I find interesting about the movies. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that's why these kinds of movies, you know, kids who are sort of, sort of weird or sort of outcast or sort of just like socially awkward or whatever, they like watching movies where like good looking kids who are having a great time yeah. and who are getting along and everything and dating each other, uh-huh. they just all get, they just all get picked off uh-huh. cause it's like, oh, think so, huh? I think that's my theory. All that's right. why people really like these cut they Certain kinds of people are really attracted to these movies. See, got his name yet? It's what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? What is his name? He's got the Dorothy Hamill do too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Come man. on, Pat. Give me his name. All right, I'll uh, I'll give you a hint. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna play this game throughout the movie. The hint: his last name. His last name is a food. Like uh, a breakfast pizza? food. It's breakfast a breakfast food. His last name is not pizza. Waffle, <laughs> cereal, <laughs> eggs, bacon. Oh, <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I got it now. Kevin oh. Bacon. Ooh, wow. And that, that one. That's the, and then all the other thing is, there's all these archetypes. All right, and that's the Joker. Okay. That's the kid who just can't stop playing practical jokes. Oh. Now, you need a character like that because you need those fake outs okay. where you think a murder is about to happen. And then it turns out, oh, He's only- often the Joker will like, he'll just appear in a room and he'll be covered in blood. And everyone will be like, oh my God. And then he'll go, gotcha. You know, he'll have a fake 
knife through the head or something. Those are the Joker characters. They don't normally make it very long. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. You're never going to see a Joker character be the survivor. And we'll talk more about survivors in a second. Wow. Because uh, here we got another character that was set up as sort of our main character. She's the first person that we meet, right? Right. After we got into the 80s. Yeah, after we got into the 80s, exactly. So, but you know something's wrong. Because it's first person. Because the way they filmed it? Yeah, because they're not showing who the driver is. And they only, yeah. Yeah, see? Oh, boy. So now do we know the killer is in the Jeep? Yeah. Now we know. Well, we suspect Mm. at least. We're about to know in a second. Yikes. Yeah. See, this is why you never hitchhiked. That was smart. Yeah. I never hitchhiked either. My brothers would. Would your brothers hitchhike really? Yeah. To where? So it wasn't that it wasn't a it, it, access to cars. Then. It was no, like I mean they they were born in the fifties and forties. So really, your yeah. brothers born in the forties? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brothers in their sixties now. So. So they would uh, they would like hitchhike to to like see, down the shore to see beat poetry. Or to... <laughs> they, would, they, would, they would hitchhike with Jack Kerouac. <laughs> They go down to the shore. They go down to... Oh, see? What's this? Roach. She just missed the road uh, to Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, boy. Car's not stopping. Oh, boy. And what's she saying now? I think we better stop. She's a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah, you can see. Yeah. <laughs> the acting is really very subtle. Like, uh, <laughs> Scritting her teeth like... Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. Now we don't see anything and she's... Oh, my gosh. So, see, we are... Let's see. We are 20 minutes into the movie, which is the exact perfect time oh, for your first scary scene to happen, you know? Okay. You open with something scary, but then... Look at this. He's backing up. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. And, of course, here comes the most famous trope of all slasher movies, the chase. Oh, boy. And you have this... She hurt herself. She felt like she jumped up, off and... She, she jumped out of a moving head. vehicle. Yeah. yeah. They, but, yeah, she, they always fall. You know why? Because you got this first-person shot, right? But you can't actually carry the camera very fast. So you usually have killers who are very moving kind of slowly. Yeah. And it's supposed to be kind of creepy that they're just walking calmly yeah. like this. Yeah. Like, you know, this this is a person who's not running. But the thing is, because, because the, like, there's no reason why someone shouldn't outrun someone who's walking slowly. Yeah. They always got to make them trip. They always got to fall. They always got to hurt their leg. Yeah. Or they don't know where the killer went. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's like right in front of her. <laughs> where is it? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> it's the woods. It could come literally anywhere. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so this is what audience are doing. It's oh, here. boy. Oh, no. Now, here comes your first really gruesome. No, no. She's saying. Yeah. What happened? Oh. And her neck slit. Oh. Have you ever seen something like that in the hospital? Shh. No. <laughs> What's the worst thing you've ever seen in the hospital where you work? Oh. Uh, I don't know. You work at, what? Well, you used to be an x-ray technician. What's your official, what's your title now? I'm a CT tech. Okay, CAT so scan. you do mostly do the CAT scans. Yeah. And... But I've seen some, like, bad accidents come in the ER and oh, yeah. people have some major fractures. Do you ever get, like... Or... Bones through the skin and yeah, stuff. Oh. Yeah, a little bit, not too much, but yep, it's not fun. No, no, it's not scary. fun. But Tom Savini, this was one of the first movies that he did, 
um, where he really got known for his makeup effects. Um, Tom Savini, what he was, was he was a photographer in Vietnam. Oh, uh-huh. see, we got them being watched still. Yep. Even the parts that are just laughing, having fun. Nope, can't. Gotta have some kind of creepy element. But Tom Savini was a photographer in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And, like, as a kid, he was obsessed with Lon Chaney, um, who would, you know, do all these crazy appliances, who would be like the wolf, like, Lon Chaney Jr. is the wolfman, but Lon Chaney was like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, in the old silent film, he was the Phantom of the Opera. Oh. See, we got fooling around. Oh, was that under the lake? No, it's fine. Um, so he loved doing, he loved makeup. He loved okay. the idea of like prosthetics and stuff. He would borrow his like sister's makeup and stuff and make little weird effects and make little monster masks and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So he went to Vietnam as a photographer. So he just saw all sorts of horrible carnage. He came back. And that was like that was just the impression it led on him. He, that's what he wanted to do. So that inspired him to do yeah. So oh, so God. he like Dawn of the Dead, like the zombie movie. He did a lot of the effects on that. And he's actually known for being like very good and very inventive and wow. coming because you think about it, like an effect. You got to think of how you're going to do it, how you're going to set up. You don't have a lot of money. You gotta you know you got to think of new ways and interesting ways to get for people to get killed and stuff. So. Uh, it ends up being like sort of interesting. Let's see, maybe someone drowned. Wow. But I will say, that's the Joker. Oh, no. <laughs> see, these are very like these are like these are the tropiest tropes of all tropes. Is that this happens? Give him mouth to mouth. He wants one of the girls to give him yeah, mouth to mouth. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Yep. There you go. Oh, my gosh. That was terrible. See, so it's all like goofy little scenes like that, and that's movie A. <laughs> and okay. But movie B is watching movie A. <laughs> movie B's never that far away. Kind of reminds me of Spring Lake. I'm not Spring Lake. What was the name of that? We used to go to a lake up there in North Jersey. Yeah. Or High Point. That's what that whole scene looked like. Mm-hmm. High Point, New Jersey. So, do you like camping? Mm-hmm. Do you like snakes? No. <laughs> I like, um, she kind of looked like Molly Greenwald. Would, yeah, Mar- Molly Ringwald, too. Very much. Yeah. Um, I like campfires. I like campfires. I like s'mores. So you can be a campfire coming up. Don't worry. Okay. This movie's going to have a campfire. I don't know if they make s'mores in this. Um, but <laughs> of course, like these little, you know, these little vignettes basically that play out of, uh-huh. oh, there's a snake in the cabin. We all freak out about the snake in the cabin uh-huh. and it's just sort of killing time. But at the same time, they're done right. Like, you know, this movie isn't great, but it's honestly one of the better ones. Like you're introducing the machete there in his hand. Uh-huh. You're introducing the shovel, you know, like, are those going to come into play later? Mm-hmm. Like. Remember when we went camping on Thanksgiving? Yes. With the McManamans? Yep. That was not my idea of, a, of Thanksgiving. <laughs> did, you, did you have a good time? Yes, it was fun. I liked the, you know, hiking and stuff. But, um, yeah, I kind of like the Thanksgiving where we're home and the football's on the TV and the fireplace is going right. and we're making all this food and 
Like that's, we we brought our own turkey, I think, yeah. but we didn't. It wasn't a turkey yeah. turkey. It was like a. And I like the smell of the house and a lot of family around. That was you know we were living in Texas. We didn't have a lot of family then. That's true. That, we were sort of adopted by different families, different Thanksgiving. They were very very sweet, and that's their that was their thing. So it was neat yeah. to experience it with them. That's true. I can, I you know I I can always say, again we established. Oop, there's a machete. It's very mm-hmm. sharp. It's got. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's fun to say. I went to Thanksgiving. I went camping for Thanksgiving. Yep. But. What was that? <laughs> That's your Joker. Oh. That's your Joker character right there. Yeah, it looks like he has a diaper on. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> and what's a cop on the motorcycle all about? Cop. Cop is a local guy. Uh-huh. He knows what happened here. He oh. knows what happened here back in 1958. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like it one bit. He shouldn't be opening this place back up. Oh, has this been closed? Mm-hmm. That's why they're all sort of doing renovations oh, and stuff. Oh, got it. Hmm. And he also thinks they all have weed. That they're all... Oh. They're all getting high. Wow. Bunch of teenagers out in the woods. You know, they're up to is no it, good. What, is it Woodstock era? <laughs> Not Woodstock era. That's 69, but... Oh, okay. I don't think I don't think marijuana ever really left. Oh, that's true. <laughs> So that Ralph guy we saw earlier, he's missing. Hmm. That's the that's a guy who also pops up a lot. There's the one guy who knows what's going on. Okay. He goes, "No, everyone's doomed. There's a death curse on this camp." Um, and that's a that's in Halloween. Donald Pleasant sort of plays that kind of character. He comes to Haddonfield where the killer has escaped a mental hospital. Uh huh. And he's. You know, he's telling everybody, you gotta watch out, there's a death curse. That's another very common kind of trope. You have that guy warning. <laughs> got those glasses. Always those sunglasses. I don't know mm-hmm. what the, the bike cops, they always got the aviators. Yeah, well, plus it keeps the bugs out of his eyes. Plus he thinks that, he looks cool. Yeah, yeah, he thinks. Yeah, that's and again, that's sort of the. Uh, these are the, the these kind of movies. They're playing to teenage audiences. Right. You got a lot of dates. Yeah, you're you're sort of playing to the kids by having the dopey mm-hmm. parental figure going, "Hey, who's having a good time around right. here?" Right. You know, it's sort of pandering in that way. So, for some reason, their chef hasn't showed up. They don't know why. Oh. Again, that is a very important element. That's that right. no one until the very end, until the climax of the movie, no one knows that murders have been happening. Oh my gosh. It's people getting st- Oh my gosh. What just happened? Who is that? The messenger of God. It's crazy Ralph. Uh-huh. No, wasn't he was he in the town? Too? Yeah, he, he was, was in the, the town. Into that- he said don't he, he said to the cook, oh, but right. this is the first time they've seen him. Okay. His, he is crazy. Yeah, I mean, he is crazy, but at the same time, he's right. They should leave. Yeah. There's someone There's someone stalking him. Some people saw these kinds of movies, like Halloween and Friday the 13th, as actually being very moralistic, mm-hmm. because it's about these teenagers who are 
who are you know smoking marijuana and they're having premarital sex and they're getting drunk or whatever out in the woods and then they get all punished that's the oh. that's one that's some people's interpretation of these kind of movies yeah. is that it's people sort of being punished for their sins that's not how i view them but sort of interesting but it's a movie that was right. both <laughs> sort of seen as moralistic and seen as the most immoral thing right. that could be I like the log cabin. Yeah. Remember the place we lived in New Jersey? Medford Lakes? I don't remember that place. Did we live in a log cabin? No, we didn't, but the town had 250 log cabin homes. That people just lived in? Oh, yeah. Did did our neighbors have log cabins? Uh, Yeah, a lot of our neighbors. (coughs) Medford Lakes, who are... Is Medford Lakes the neighbors with Josh and Elise and everyone? Okay. And even the uh, police station, the town hall... Settlers in they all big log cabin home uh, log cabin buildings. Yeah. How many different places in New Jersey have you lived? Um, Glenridge, Bloomfield, Medford Lakes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Would you ever want to go back? Yeah, I like New Jersey. It's a little expensive, but yeah, I like it. You like your, you know, your, like your family. family there. Yeah. yeah. Where, where do you think you'd move back to? If like given your wish, given your ideal wish, hmm. like what? Because there's a lot of interesting places in New Jersey. It's very, especially yeah. compared to the Midwest, it's very like I, historical I'd, and. I think I'd be I'd like like Medford Lakes or West Jersey, where it's not as congested, but close enough that I can get home, get back to the East Jersey mm-hmm. where my, a lot of the family is. So. I see. Yeah, it's kind of congested in the East where a lot of our family live. Of course, we need these shots to establish. Once you once you know once nightfall hits, then you know. Uh oh. Nothing, nothing good's gonna happen. What's that? It's a little beaver. Oh, I thought it was I an alligator. I'm like, this is not right. This is another funny thing about these beaver. kinds of movies. Yeah. Is sometimes they're just on location, and there'll just be a shot that makes no sense, and you can tell it's just like, oh, there's a beaver. There's a beaver, <laughs> guys. Come on, let's get a shot of the beaver. Like. It's so cool though. So again. We got two kids sneaking away. Mm-hmm. Yep. Probably no, uh, no surprise is going to oh, happen. But now, yeah. the camera goes behind the, the camera. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but oh, but look. See. Uh, yeah. Oh, but somebody's looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're really getting it. You're really getting the hang of these levels of voyeurism okay. and stuff. All right. Whatever that means. <laughs> that means people who watch. Oh, okay. People oh, yeah. like sort of peeping on the other people and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the bread and butter of these movies. And again, that's even taken from sort of Hitchcock. There's some you know voyeurism in Psycho, and of course, his movie he did Rear Window is all about a man who broke his leg yeah. and just spends all this time watching people's apart like apartments uh, from his window. Oh, okay. And then he thinks he witnesses a murder, and he becomes obsessed with what he thinks is a murder that happened across his sort of courtyard. Okay. This is the Joker, though. So, like I said, not going to last long. Uh-oh. Is this going to be scary now? I don't know. I I don't... This is honestly... I, I watched some of the beginning to sort of get the hang of like what the movie was like and stuff. The other funny thing about uh, this movie, again, there's sort of an elemental part where they're just like supposed to rain tonight like the wind is shifting like the idea that there's just something inherently wrong with this place uh-huh. like Kevin Bacon was pretty young back then 
Yeah, yeah. This one of I, I, if not his first feature film, he's very embarrassed by it. This one, mm-hmm. really? Yep. He gets the coolest death though. That's probably why he gets embarrassed because everyone remembers his death. Really? You'll see. Uh, I'm oh. not going to tell you what happens. No, I'm scared. This this is definitely it's definitely going to be something that'll be fun to see you realizing what's going on. Uh-oh. But are you spoiling it? Telling me? No, no, I'm not. All right. Oh, here's the other thing. This is why I'm not spoiling it, by the way. You might not even know that I'm not spoiling it. But there's a such thing as the survivor girl. Okay. And the idea is there's one girl who survives to the end. It's always a woman. Um, <laughs> there's the phone. Whoops. <laughs> We're just going to let that... Yeah, we'll let it go. Okay, cool. When she's talking about a creepy dream she had. Apologies about the phone. Um, but... um. What was that? It's supposed, to, it's supposed to be lightning, but oh. it's very clearly like a guy with a light. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of... Oh, well. They tried. Mm-hmm. And white caps on the lake. Yeah. Again, something so yeah. very, very restless, yeah. Look at those leaves. Mm. Like just, It's going to rain. The, the, le- the Oh, there we go. Do you hear it now? Yeah. Okay. How did I do that? I just pulled this a little by mistake. Yeah, it must have been... Uh, our little headphone splitter must have been out of sync. So now we can hear it. I'll turn it down. Wow. That was something. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the lightning again. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a completely different color of lightning. Yeah, yeah, even. Yeah. That's funny. So, of course, the rain is also... And on top of being kind of ominous... It's a way of stranding them from each other. They're now in this cabin. Other people are now in a different cabin. Okay. You know what I mean? Here's one of the here's the, here's one of the creepiest parts. Uh-oh, is the guy right there? You'll see. Oh no. <laughs> this is no good. Right. So, you know, you got these, you know, you got these two kids up to no good. Uh-huh. They're not married. Ba-ba-da-ba-da. you know. Oh, that's good, Pat. Um, and uh, the camera mm-hmm. will slowly go up. Uh-oh. Or down. I can't remember which. Or they'll cut, it just reveals it later. I may be thinking of a... Honestly, there's a lot of these movies. And a lot of them are the exact same setup. Just people okay. set up at a camp. Okay. See? Now we're isolated. Again, the rainstorm... Like, okay. as dumb as a movie that... Like, obviously this isn't very smart and these aren't great characters and everything. Right. There's a lot of thought into how do we isolate... Oh. How do we keep these people from knowing that their friends are dead? Okay. You know? Wow. Like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's about pacing. It's about, mm-hmm. you know, we had to kill in the first minutes, then we had to wait 20 minutes, and then we had the girl, and we just sort of build up the dread, and then when someone gets killed, that's when a, like, it's, it's like a, it's almost like a musical, like mm-hmm. a musical number breaks out, you know? Okay. A murder happens. There are, s- oh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. They don't even have a deck of cards, apparently. 
See, so now again, up to no good. I guess so. This is it. This is the shot. It's going to go up. Okay. Or down. I think it's up. Might be down, but. Of course, again, we need these kids to be to be bad so they get punished. Oh. That's sort of the idea behind all of it. <clears throat> again, a little more fake lightning. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not a lot you can say about a scene like this. Uh, <laughs> I'm like waiting for the other shoe to drop. What, yeah. What's going to happen here? Yeah, it's a lot of uh, filler, as, we're gonna, as you say. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, no good. Right above him. Does his hand slip down and... Oh, no. Nothing. Okay. I don't think they, they see him. Okay. They don't see him, but just the idea of a corpse being in the room. Oh. That's not pleasant. But again, luring everyone to a false sense of security. Everything's pleasant and nice mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. kids are all having fun. And So, sort of in the afterglow of everything. But if you know that things are too nice, you know they're not going to stay that way. Yeah. So, also, you'll see in a little bit. He pressed to put on a shirt because that hides the effect. <laughs> that when they when they establish effect later on, it's easier to put a shirt on a fake person than it is to uh, to make a fake person with realistic looking skin. You know, so you got to think about. Oh. Okay, we got to we got to do that. We got to. So, okay, it's cold. Let me put my shirt. Yeah, on. exactly. Okay. And that's, again, it's just the idle, it's just these sort of idle uh, chat. Right. The idle chit-chat and the pleasantries and just nothing happening. That's what actually builds the dread. That's what makes it effective. Okay. That's the crazy thing about these movies is the dumber and sillier, like, and more pointless they are, the more effective they are. Okay. So here comes what Uh is probably one of the most iconic scenes in the movie. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. That's fine. Oh no. Is this the blood dropping on him? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, arrow. Right through him. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Ugh. Yeah, right? Wow. <laughs> but he felt the drop. Was that the drop from the mm-hmm. guy above? 
And then at before that he even knew what happened. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Yeah. So that was Kevin Bacon. That was Kevin Gone. Bacon's dying. Dead. <laughs> Done. But he gets the best death in the movie, so Short, everyone remembers him. Short lived. I don't know. I think Kevin Bacon doesn't have much of a sense of humor. No. Apparently, he also gets really mad when people like reference Footloose. Oh, really? Because he lives in Footloose, right? Yeah. And he's just like he gets embarrassed and like he on the commentary for Footloose. Nope. It's gone now. Yeah. Hold on. There we go. On uh, the commentary for Footloose, that was our sound, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, he t- says that every time he goes to like a wedding, yeah, or uh, anywhere where there's a DJ, yeah, first thing he does, he walks right to the DJ, gives him like fifty dollars, and says, "Don't play Footloose." I'm sure, he gives him more than that. But <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, that's too bad. And uh, there's a game. Have you ever heard of this game, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? No. Here's the idea. The idea is Kevin Bacon's in so many different kinds of movies that anyone in Hollywood, yeah. anyone who's been in a movie, you can connect them to Kevin Bacon. You can put connect them by just saying what, uh, at least by saying six different people. So you say, okay, Bill Murray was in a movie with Dan Aykroyd, who is in a movie oh, you know, okay, with it. Jamie Lee Curtis, right. and then you eventually connect it back to Kevin Bacon. Okay, cool. So that's a any anyway. So that's a game. Apparently, he did not like it at first. Like he was, he got made it. Like he thought that it was making fun of him. Oh, like he has a weird like lack of sense of humor about himself. That's too bad. But again, there you go, isolated. So, <laughs> so she doesn't know her boyfriend's already been killed. No. She doesn't know her boyfriend. She doesn't know the Joker kid has been killed either. This is the idea. Movie A is still going on. That's what makes it, that's what makes it so interesting is that everyone in movie A are still going about their lives as if movie B wasn't happening. Right. She's a plumber. She didn't even know it. Yeah. There you go. They They hire these kids. They hire them well. You may think they'll just run around oh, and boy. smoke marijuana and, uh, you know, but they can fix a pipe or two. They can turn on the generator. That's the other thing is instantly when something creepy happens yeah. because they don't know that they're in movie B, right. they don't know they've left movie A and now they're in movie B. They're like, Marianne, Steve, is that you? <laughs> like, But if you were actually this scared... Yeah. Of like people, you would not just walk slowly, like you'd run out or something because yeah. you'd get, get yeah. so freaked out. Have you ever gone to home, gotten home and you didn't know where anyone was and you're sort of like wandering around calling to people? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh! Yeah. See? This is what this movie was known for. Wow. That was a little harsh. Yeah. <laughs> a little harsh. <laughs> you think maybe she didn't deserve it? Wow. Um, so again, this is what this movie was known for. 
this is the first movie that had those really, really harsh kills and those really graphic violence. Uh, That's all Tom Savini. So now, you, so now, what's going to happen? <laughs> She's leaving with all out her clothes. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, no, she has her clothes in her hand. Okay, I don't know why she would just put them on first, but uh, well, I know why. It's because again, they're trying to like just have pretty girls in their underwear run around. But but now it's one more person isolated from the rest of the group. Yeah, diner. That's what I meet, Miss. A good New Jersey diner. Oh yeah. That just says diner. That's all it says on the... A cup of coffee and a pizza pie. How is that for a waitress at a diner? <laughs> Look at those glasses. Wow. Looks like it'd be Milton Burl. <laughs> wow. You ever go to diners in Chica- in uh, Naperville, in Chicago area? Uh, there's not really the there's not really diners like they had back then. Yeah, it's mostly chains. Yeah, there's a well, I guess that diner closed. There's the what Omega is that? Does that count oh, yeah. even? Yeah, that's not in Naperville though. That's... But is that what you would call a diner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a diner, the Omega Diner. You got Omega. You got that's Aunt, about it, right? There's a Grandma Sally's that's on Ogden. Yeah, but that's not a diner. That's more like just a breakfast place. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think they have more breakfast places than the diners. Yeah. They don't have that bar. The diner is more like, you know, a, almost like a Because like a New trailer. Jersey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a trailer kind of thing that's made into a restaurant. Well, New Jersey is a city that's based on the, an interstate, right? Like, New Jersey is just, what exit are you on? You know, like, <laughs> so there's just diners everywhere because when you're driving on an interstate, you get off and somewhere you want to have somewhere yeah, to Yeah, but I think it's diners because it's uh, out east kind of thing. You think so? Yeah, and they... And I always assumed it was the so, travel so... culture. No, I don't think so. No? I think it's just a diner because... So when you were growing up, you'd, be, you'd go to diners a lot? <sighs> Not really. When is you're diner a place you'd go on a date? When I grew up... You're one of nine. You don't go out very often. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> don't, don't go to it was a, a big, big deal for us to all go out to dinner. Or big go family. Go out to, yeah. We used to go to the... Everyone. <coughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Another plumber needs to be had. <laughs> it would be funny if she does the exact same. Nope. She went to the sink that already yeah. got fixed. So, of course, this is why she did not put her clothes on. So then they couldn't have the scene where she takes off the raincoat. But she must be punished for the for, for playing strip monopoly. Yeah. What is she hear that she looked that way? Or is she just <laughs> Maybe she hears the music. Like maybe she actually hears the soundtrack. <laughs> this movie, I don't know if it's already been in the movie because we watched a lot of this without sound before uh-huh. our headphones right. got work start working again. 
you hear that? There's a there's a yes yes that's a very famous token of this movie. All the soundtracks of the of the series have the like that sort of creepy. And in a little bit, I, I, I can't tell you where that sound comes from, because it'll be a spoiler, but at the end, I'll tell you. Uh, does this movie make you want to go camping less? Uh, do you ever, yeah. you ever worry about that? No. About going, going camping and like uh, just being a crazy killer in the woods? No. No? no. <laughs> You're too practical? No. Your imagination doesn't run wild with those sorts I of things? I try not to. I try not to. <laughs> looking over that way like what what's going on what is she hearing yeah I don't know oh maybe it's that maybe it is that music <laughs> she hears the lights swinging back and forth right behind the uh, right behind the wall there's the orchestra yeah there's a oh there's a jeep that's not a good sign a jeep is not a... oh that's right he was the one who was picked up the hitchhiker so will we see him now or is this a different Jeep? Well, we will find out. Oh, no, no. This is this is the uh, owner of the camp. Oh, okay. Looks like our sound is going out again. I'm trying to fix it, but I don't know if I... Why is the cop there? Sound. Oops. Yep. Here, I'll hold it. That's good. You're good. That's <laughs> second I let go. Wait, wait. Let it go. Let it go. You're good. See, it's it's because it, it keeps. On with... Sorry, there we go. Sorry, we we're uh, fixing the Uh-oh. sound there. No, no. <laughs> Behind uh, the trees yeah. again. Yeah. See, you put stuff in the foreground, and you have the characters in the background. You know, someone's watching. Mm-hmm. Is it this thing? Can we yeah, put this up uh, on top like flare. that? Help it stand up, stay up. Oh, there we go. Huh, good. You got so it. So smart. <laughs> Maybe. Hold on. Anyway. So again, nobody who is alive knows what's going on except for the killer. That's sort of the structure of this kind of slasher movie that is makes it kind of interesting. Okay. I'll just hold this in. They normally don't make it all the way to bed. That's uh, she's at. She's almost home free. Yeah. Because no one. Who's yelling? Help me. Because no one just gets killed while they're just asleep. Because it wouldn't be an interesting scene. Uh, so if someone's asleep, you know that they're safe. That uh did I ever tell you about the first horror movie I ever watched for real? Like No. I got a you you were in you were in this story because I got a I got a gift certificate to Suncoast Video. Okay. And I and I bought the VHS of Halloween. Oh really? Yeah, and you told me that I was allowed to get it, but I wasn't allowed to watch it till the weekend because I might have nightmares and I wouldn't get a good night's sleep for school. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something I would say. Yeah. So this is what you said to me. And then what I did was, I waited until you were asleep, and I snuck downstairs. Oh, no. And I put the movie on. 
I'm like, oh, what is she? Look, how old were you? I was probably like ten. I was, this is still in Texas. Oh yeah. Wow. It's probably ten or something. I'm like, yeah, what is she now? I'll be fine. And? And halfway through, I had to turn it off because it was so scary. It was the scariest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And also, I was alone in the house, and I couldn't wake anyone up because then I'd get in trouble. Right. But I was on the couch, and I couldn't, and I was afraid to get up. (laughs) Because I knew, I knew the rules. I knew if I just lie there, nothing's going to happen, bad's going to happen to me. Oh my gosh. But if I... But if I get up and start walking, that's when something can pop up around a corner oh and get me. So yeah, this headphone splitter. And luckily it was cheap. It's looks like it's not working too well, but anyway. So eventually I was like I just I counted to three and I just ran upstairs as fast as I could and jumped into bed and had the worst nightmares. Oh no. <laughs> You're a hundred percent right. And <laughs> And then were you able to focus at school the next day? Yeah, I mean, it, I wasn't, like, scared that he was going to come get me at school. Okay. I knew it. The movie took place at night. No, I mean, were you so sleepy? No, no. That was that, that part wasn't necessarily a problem. Okay. But, uh, and, I, and I finished watching it that weekend, and I was like, oh, that's a great movie. But Uh-oh. Was that the killer that put on all the lights? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Of course, she's backing into archery targets. Yeah, so. I see that. <laughs> and that's if you look, the camera's actually centered on the target, not her. So you can probably guess what will happen to her. Oh my gosh! And now we have Survivor Girl. Oh my gosh! She doesn't know what's happened to her friends, but something just doesn't feel right. She's uneasy. Wait, you know? what happened to the guy? I think he just left to his cabin. Oh, okay. So he's may still. We have not seen him. Yeah, he might be still alive, but he's the guy, so we know he's not the lead character. Okay. So if you actually think about what has happened in this movie, there's like no plot. It's just kids hanging around, right? Yeah. But it's that whole idea of them not knowing what's going on, Uh and the idea that they're just going on with their lives. Like that's what makes that interesting to me, and why I like these kinds of movies. Oh boy. So this movie doesn't try to do this, but a lot of slasher movies, they come from a tradition of Italian movies called giallo films, and those are often whodunits. So it's people getting murdered, and it's a lot of the first-person camera and stuff where all that all comes from. Right. But it's a lot of the time is you're, you're also trying to guess who the killer is. It's a mystery. Okay. This movie, you, you're you not suspecting anyone, uh-huh. but a lot of movies, uh, particularly the Scream series... The Scream series makes its bread and butter on everyone's a suspect. So at the same time, like, you're like, oh, it could be him because he was in, because he left that scene and then afterwards that murder happened. So it could be him or it could be, you know, like, so that'll happen in other slasher movies where he'll go, oh, Steve, it's Uh you. Wait, 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 what's happening here? Oh my gosh. That's scary. Yeah, like an axe tucked into bed. 
<laughs> Just say it. So now this is when movie B has taken over. Okay. And now we are in full-blown hormone. There's no turning back. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe she heard the shower still going. Do you hear how the shower's going right now? No. Maybe it's maybe the rain. Oh, it's that's the rain. That's the rain. So she never went in the back and saw anybody there. Right. You know their number's up, but you don't know when it's coming. Yeah. What's she getting a rock? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Imagine if it all turned out to be nothing and they're like, why'd you break a window? <laughs> it's raining. It's all soaked in this place. Phones are out. Okay. Another trope. You can't call for help. Right. It's about being isolated is the whole... Yeah, I guess that was the rain. looking in the uh, window at a corner and yeah. you're out there. Oh, there's... Is that the line split? Yeah. Okay. Got cut. Been sabotaged. And the car? Yeah. Always. Car never starts. Phones never work. The movies takes place in modern times. Your cell phone never has reception. The engine's probably been cut. See? But there's a little relationship happening there. Yeah. So you know that he's not going to last. Oh, no. <laughs> Pendulette, uh, who's a magician, uh-huh. used to have a group of people he'd go to the movie with every weekend. Uh-huh. And uh, they had a thing where if someone spoke the name of the title of the movie yeah. uh, during the movie, they would all stand up and applaud in the theater. Oh, <laughs> like, Like if it was some... So that that's line right there. Yeah, that would have Not been bad it. enough. Friday Thirteenth too. I would be like, woo! Yeah. That's something me and Carly do sometimes. Do you? Because we know that story, and oh, we just okay. think it's funny to hear the name of a movie spoken in, movie, in yeah. just dialogue. Because I mean, like I told you the story of how this movie got made. Friday Thirteenth is a totally arbitrary title. On Nightmare on Elm Street, there's no Elm Street in the movie. Oh. No one lives on Elm Street. No one says the name Elm Street ever. It's just a title. So the cops could be coming to save today, but. So was that call about the camp? No, the call was that call was about an accident. Oh, that's what that I happened thought. from the rain. Okay. And that was just a setup 
cop's not going to be there to save the day. Oh, because the cop's just dropping off the guy. Okay. Because he's got to go answer that call. He's putting on the sirens because there's so many people out there. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't Anything's hit. just like disturbing raccoons. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if it just cut to that beaver we saw earlier being like, Oh, I'm trying to sleep. I think this is a first person shot as well. Oh boy. Oh boy. So we know that he knows the killer. Right. But we don't know who the killer is. Huh. That's the first time that somebody's actually yeah. said recognized. To him and... Except the uh, except the Joker guy heard, like he heard the person, and he goes, "What are you doing here?" Oh. That was that too, but it, you didn't necessarily know if you recognized him or not. But at any rate, no one's coming to save them. They were sitting there waiting for Steve. Steve's not coming. Again, just tightening yeah. that yeah. slow tightening that tension. That's what this movie's all. That's what all these movies are all about. Well, until the later ones when it gets all crazy. And once the killers revealed, I'll be able to tell you more about sort of the history of the killers okay. and the rest of the series, but and also why it's a Mother's Day. Now, movie. how many series is it? It's there are let's see, there were ten. Uh, no, 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 no dots left. Do you have any junior mints left? Nope. Nope. All gone. <laughs> all right, we ate all our candy. Um, there were ten straight movies. Uh huh. There was Freddy versus Jason. Which was the killer of this series and the killer of Nightmare on Elm Street, like, fighting each other. Oh, you're kidding. It was so dumb. It was the <laughs> dumbest idea. But it's like, it's the sort of thing that fanboy, like, the fans are like, who would win in a fight? This guy, like... So it's the dumbest thing, but uh-huh. it was actually very successful because of that. Who's um, going to go check the generator? Okay, separation. (laughs) Am isolated? I mean, they're pretty simple movies, but you're picking up quick. (laughs) Dun 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 dun. Okay, so there was those eleven movies. Uh huh. Eleven of these movies. Then they remade it. They did a remake. So So any of these characters in any of the other ones, or is it a new kind of plot every time? Um, there's a couple characters. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, again, I don't want to spoil the ending oh, of this right, one, right. but I will go ahead and I'll sort of sum up the rest of the series for you. It gets crazy. Uh, so that's going to be really... All right. Is it always in New Jersey? Uh, they all take place around Crystal Lake, so oh, okay. it's technically New Jersey, but it's an all shot in New Jersey. They don't have that milieu, milieu of the, uh, the diners and the old town and stuff right. like that. Now this, I mean, again, this movie isn't great by any stretch of the imagination. It's not great filmmaking. It's not great acting. It's not great writing. But uh, it is following basic sort of techniques established in the movie Halloween. Okay. And Halloween is a really great movie. Was- Halloween is actually like really well shot and well acted. Like Jamie Lee Curtis, I said, is the lead. Oh, really? And she's very good in it. 
Um, I like Jamie Lee Curtis a lot, actually. Yeah. So, there's that, and there it's just... In that movie, instead of having, like, a whole ton of kids, like, this movie's claim to fame, and I think that's part of why, like, the title comes up and shatters the glass. Okay. I think the idea is, like, it's, oh, this is in your face. This is crazier and more more violent and more crazy than any other movie before. Uh-huh. Now, at Halloween, it was just three people uh-huh. who are getting stalked. So there's only, there's only, or there's only three people who get killed, and it's not violent at all. Oh. But you constantly see the guy who's stalking them. Uh-huh. He's in the background of, like, you'll see him through that window, uh-huh. like, for example, or something like that. So that movie's great. And now, of course, we're reaching the final part. She's finally been completely isolated. The generator isn't working, even though Bill went out, so she's going to go check it out. Okay. But, and this is one of the, uh, the the other sort of classic tropes this is in so many of the movies is our survivor girl having no idea what's going on. Um, she, like, something's up. Like, she's nervous, but she doesn't know that everyone's been killed, obviously. Right. Stumbles upon sort of the crime scenes of everything that's happened. So I guess she's making herself some tea or whatever first, but (laughs) (laughs) you got to draw it out. You got to have a certain running time. Yeah. And drag out the tension. Do you ever make coffee like that? That, uh, Instant? instant? Yeah. I'm not instant coffee. You you have the. uh, I like tea or regular, you know, brewed coffee. Yeah, you like you always have the coffee machine, but even like and I do do like you always... my international French vanilla. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, you're very fancy. <laughs> but it's just coffee. that's but kind of you... instant. But ha- like, what about when you were like before you had a coffee maker? Before you had a, like, did you? Uh, just no. I was more like I actually. There didn't... used to be a ton of ways to make coffee, right? There used to be like percolators and like. Yep. Yep. I really wasn't a coffee drinker until like. Maybe you were about a year or so old, and I, and I just in some... you were you just needed something to take no. care of me. You're like, oh, all right. This <laughs> I, kid, no. this kid's I worked nuts. in an office. They had a coffee maker, and I'm like, oh, I might as well drink coffee too. And now you're addicted. Well, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm addicted. <laughs> you could quit anytime. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Look at that saccharin. I think what is that called? Sa- what is that coffee? Charmin something. Sh- Marin. Sherman. I don't know. I don't know these old New Jersey brands like you might. But, important decision. Nope, going to go out. Have to Uh, know what's happening. But she left the pot of tea boiling. It's going to make a fire. (laughs) Again, just imagine if like, what were you doing? Why is that cabin on fire? I don't think the tea is ever addressed. No. Also, she could have turned it off in between the cut. That's true. But, you know. It stopped raining anyway. Yeah. Okay, there's this poncho. And you hear the music, so. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's one of the funny things. Like, oh, my God. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now we're in full fact. Now we're in full drive. Full panic mode. 
You think? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if she stumbles upon all the other bodies, but that is def that's the trope where they just stumble after body after body of they open a closet and someone falls down. Oh. Like, uh oh. But again, here's the Survivor Girl. First, she starts off scared, but then she starts becoming uh, inventive and she starts becoming resourceful. Okay. And it's sort of the arc. Which is often why the, the Survivor Girl is the, the good girl, the uh, sort of more virginal kind of character. It's the idea that it's just like she becomes an adult through overcoming. At least that's the concept. It doesn't always follow that. Uh-huh. But. For example, she clearly had a relationship with her boss and was smoking weed earlier. <laughs> so, But the general rule is uh, if you don't have sex, if you don't do drugs... You don't drink, then you probably will will be okay. Oh, that's that's actually a that's a quote unquote rule, though it obviously doesn't always last. Uh, Just kind of barricade the door. Yeah, it's not exactly an exciting <laughs> scene, really. <laughs> you think that's going to stop somebody? <laughs> also, isn't there like another door? <laughs> probably, I would think. I don't know what this cabin has, but it's very. <laughs> it looks like the barricade oh man she starts going into red and black yeah. red. red the color of my friend's blood <laughs> black the dark of the night <laughs> uh oh now she's got the baseball net that's yeah. smart yeah there we go Get arm yourself she yeah. closed the other curtains but didn't close these curtains no <laughs> <laughs> so is this where the other door is you think or I don't know I, again it's been a while I don't exactly know what happens I mean I know generally what is going to happen but okay. how it happens yeah see there's another door right there uh-huh. <laughs> that might be the pantry oh there we go but there's all these windows <laughs> yeah. someone could get in there oh yeah that's the problem with living in the Medford Lakes and all those log cabins yeah yeah <laughs> they're not they're not oh. killer they're not killer proof oh fork that's dual wielding. Now she's John Woo in it. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Of course, that was an anticipatory setup. You saw the camera sort of move over to that window. Oh. So you know something's going to go through there. Also, the body through the window is a, a very oh. popular Friday 13th trope. Taking this one a lot harder than the last one. Oh. I guess she liked her much better than she liked the other guy. No, I think it's she's cornered. Yeah. But she looks scareder of the dead body than she is of, where's the killer. Of, of, all, of all the pl- the places that the killer could be coming around. Yeah.
So she, is she running right out to the killer now that she's... She thinks that's Steve. She thinks that's their yeah. boss. Because it's his car. I think. No, his car got stuck. So that's just... She just assumed. Because it's a Jeep. It's also a Jeep. Now, this is actually a big problem a lot of people have with this ending. The because we've never seen this character before. Oh, yeah. This is the most respectable actress who's in this movie. Yeah. It was actually, she apparently just was, did been done a lot. Not necessarily famous, but respected. Uh Uh-huh. So she's talking about something that happened back in the 50s. So the killer yeah. is someone we've never seen before. There's a backstory that we never knew before. Okay. Oh boy. So, this is Voorhees is the killer. Oh my God. She's the crazy mother okay. of Jason. So that's why I chose this movie for Mother's Day. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so here's the final scene. Okay. Honestly, watching a, like a middle-aged woman in a sweater... Yeah. Well, not necessarily the scariest, most yeah, formidable. That's so funny. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a very respect, and it's uh, yeah, and it's oh gosh. Kind of, again, it's a cheat because it's just someone that you have not seen up to this point. Right. 
I don't know. If I drowned at summer camp, would you uh, make sure they never open the summer camp again? <laughs> Are you this dedicated to mother? <laughs> oh my gosh, I hope I'm never crazy. Oh my gosh. You're not going to drown at summer camp, huh? Because you will never go to summer camp the rest of your life. <laughs> I will make sure of that. <laughs> So she's but, nuts. But you did go to the beach. It's true. And, and I have almost... a rough experience. So that right here. So she's like hearing her son's voice in her head because she's crazy. Oh, kill her mom. But when she goes, when she goes. Oh my gosh. When she, when she goes, kill her mommy, kill her. Yeah. That's actually where the k k k mama. They took the K oh. from. And they like ran it through like a synthesizer and Get had out. delay. So that's why. Like it's how how did you find that out? I watch like documentaries oh. and stuff. I'm a I'm a big nerd, mom. Uh, I don't know if you know that about me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I kind of know that about you. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I don't know about what kind of nerd. It's more like a movie nerd. Yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm a movie nerd, but I like horror movies too, especially so. horror. So here's actually while we're watching this not so exciting chase compared to many of the other films the climax isn't necessarily so crazy she's trying to get a gun uh-huh. um so what happens is uh the next movie mrs Voorhees is no longer i'm not gonna not really spoil anything and the other thing about mother's day and yeah. this movie yeah you were born in Voorhees, new jersey there you go that's right that's the other thing i was born in Voorhees, new jersey i always thought that was funny So anyway, this is the most respected actress. It's very hard for them to get her to do this role. Yeah. Because she's just like so crazy. It's so. so how did she so decide silly. to do it? Well, they just paid her enough. Wow. Like oh she's because everyone else were like non-actors. Like they were just kids they hired. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's Kevin Bacon's first movie. It's a lot of people's first movie. <laughs> Again, compared to some of the gruesome stuff we've seen over the movie. Is this a, yeah. a little slap fights, not exactly. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, the next film, uh, and I'm not really spoiling anything to say that... <gasps> yeah. Yes. Mrs. Voorhees is not the winner of this film. Uh, so the next film, they're like, this movie is so successful. This was a huge hit. Yeah. They go, we need to do a sequel. They go, well, what, what would the sequel be? Uh-huh. We, you know, we don't have Mrs. Voorhees anymore. There's no killer anymore. So they just wrote a story where they go, what if Jason didn't drown? What if Jason was alive this whole time and lived in the woods? Oh and it's the God. it's the dumbest like idea you can imagine, but that's the story they went with. And, and for 10 more movies... Jason was the killer. Oh my god! And Jason is the one. Have you ever seen? You might know not know, not know them by name and stuff. But you ever seen the uh, big guy with the hockey mask and the yeah? So, like that's what that's Jason Voorhees. Oh, okay. So that's that image, that very wow. famous. So, so it's the dumbest idea. Like this movie actually makes like some sense, right? But the idea that he's just like. Didn't really so drown. He just lived in the woods. So how many more movies were done with Jason being the killer? Um, all of them now have Jason. Because Jason became the and really popular thing. how many is thing. that? Like 10 uh, or? There nine? were 11. Um, 
let's see, there were 11 movies and then a remake. So 12 movies altogether. So 11 of them wow. had Jason. Though the remake, what they did is the, the first 10 minutes of the remake uh-huh. are the end of this movie. Oh, okay. They remade the end of this movie and then they brought Jason. Because Jason was the most popular character. Right. So they're not going to remake this movie where he isn't even in it. Right. Um, see, again, just suddenly from all of her friends. Just having oh. a... So she's staying in the dark. Yeah. I don't know. What would you do in this situation? I don't know. Yeah, right? I don't even want to think about I it. I probably would have already just broken down crying. I wouldn't be... Oh. I wouldn't have this... Uh, the famous sort of thing is people are like, why are you running upstairs? You can get you there or whatever. But like, if you're in this situation, you're just too scared to do anything. So... At the pantry? Yeah. That's the pantry. Let's see. How much of this movie is left, actually? So we got 10 minutes left of this okay. movie. So, the end. But, and I survived. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Pretty gross at parts. But yeah. honestly, one of the other funny things about this movie is this was considered so graphic and so gross. And this is actually what you're seeing is cut. Because the original thing got an X rating because it was just too. They had to cut out some of the like just the death scenes were longer and stuff. So they have since like released an unrated version, Uh like that has all the restored footage and stuff. I don't own that. This is the. um, Have you seen it? um, I have. I've seen. I've seen the clips on like YouTube and stuff, and they're really. But honestly, like you think about, like a lot of shows nowadays, like. Uh, like CSI, mm-hmm. they'll always go back and they'll show someone's like head exploding in slow motion and like yeah. to see all the particles and they're like, oh, yep. see, like, That's like true. compared to what they'll show on TV now, this is actually not too violent. Yeah, well, I think it's still free. yeah, it's still free. <laughs> well, you've watched like CSI and stuff. Is it because that's not, it's like in a medical context? It's a little Maybe. different. So we just nearly had like two minutes of her just sitting in a pantry. Yeah. I guess this is how they kind of drag out a movie. Oh. But, uh. We should get a can of tuna fish and clocker. <laughs> is that what you do? I don't know. Oh, she no, it's frying, frying pan. pan. Yeah, she she watched her Cast enough cartoons. Iron. Yep. Yeah. Cast iron frying pan. Hit that, you get the little Tweety Birds above the head, or the stars. Okay. Did a little, uh. Good duck. Ooh. <laughs> now, she's not going to finish her off, she's just going to leave her. That's so another can, trope. It's another trope. I was going to say, so she go. Oh. She goes, she must be dead. She's bleeding. So that's it. We'll just leave her. In oh Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis leaves the killer like three times. Oh my gosh. Three different times he comes back to life and she. I would finish this one off. I, yeah? Would you oh do that? Oh my gosh. Is, did you really just say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd kill her. I'd smash her oh head with a cast gosh. iron pan. <laughs> I mean, that just seems logical. Yeah, leave yeah, her there that she yeah. get up and kill you again. Yeah. So what, she going to go take a float in the lake? Yeah. It's the <laughs> only place that's safe. <laughs> it's the only place someone can't pop around a corner. Unless they have swamp creatures. In, actually, in the Friday 13th video game. Yeah. Because they like needed more enemies than just a killer. Like, they had like swamp creatures and stuff. Oh, my gosh. So she's just... I think that's an actual storm. I was going to say, is that thunder in there? Or is no, yeah. We're, we're, we have actual thunder, <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So. Oh, my gosh. 
Here comes oh. the big end. She knocks the machete away from her. Not exactly a Jackie Chan kung fu yeah. fighting. Yeah. Uh, but. Oh my gosh. Oh, she's biting her and choking her. And, oh, my gosh. It's weird that she would fight dirty like that. You wouldn't expect a... But here comes the funny part, okay? So, I think this is... Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, it's like wrestling. It's more like WWF than anything. It's WWE. Okay, so she runs. She gets the machete. Now, watch... Watch... Uh-oh, slow um, motion. Yeah, watch uh, Betsy Palmer is the name of this actress. Yeah. Watch her hands in a little bit. Boom! Right up. Head comes off. Oh my god. <laughs> you gotta finish him off big. But if you look at her hands, they're hairy. Because those are actually Tom Savini, the makeup guy's oh, hands. Because he just had to fake a Oh my gosh. Yeah. You gotta go big. That's the other that's the other big oh. trope. You can't just you can't just like beat a killer with a bat and be like, Alright, he's done. You have to like shoot him or explode him. Or like just he has to like fly off a building and decapitate. land. Decapitate. Yeah, decapitate. Always the decapitation. Oh, she finally got it right, I guess. Yeah, he oh did my it. God. Now <laughs> where's mean, she got a canoe to? The other side of the lake. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's just wants... dark. Yeah, there's not a lot of logic there. I guess I never really thought about it. I was... Especially she doesn't have a paddle. She's That's a pretty scene, though. Yeah. It's a very pretty Maybe scene. Maybe she music. thought if she was out in the middle of the lake, no one could touch her. Yeah. And she just passed out. Like, she's just so exhausted. And now this is the scene. This is another very famous scene. She Aww. just passed out in the lake. It's a her very serene moment. the water. And... The shimmering yeah. light there. And the reflection on of all the, the trees. It's beautiful. It's very nice. Very nice time of year. And then what happens? The cops are coming. Uh... They're going to see everything. She survived the night. Everything is okay. And, uh, you know, so that's like the end of the movie. With this kind of cheesy music. Wow. Happening, but... So, why does the cops are are there with lights? Because how do they know something's wrong? Again, just a... No one obviously called. But they must have just guessed, I suppose. Or maybe they found the uh, counselor's dead body. But yeah, this very cheesy kind of 80s music. Oh, is he yelling to her? Yeah. So. She survived. And that's the, you know, that's, that's the story of a survivor girl. Oh my gosh. Pretty scenery. Yeah, very pretty scenery. <laughs> Jason comes out of the lake. Oh my god. Oh man, that was a great look on you. That was oh I'm so glad that you <laughs> oh, So you know what happened? Have you ever seen the movie Carrie? Mm, or heard of it? Yeah, I've heard Carrie of it. Carrie ends with a, a girl dreaming about going to Carrie's grave and it's a very it's the same thing. It's very oh. slow motion and there's this music and then Carrie's arm jumps and grabs her and that's the last scene. Oh, okay. And since then it's a technique actually known as like the Carrie kind of oh, shock. Okay. So she, that that didn't really happen. She no, that was all a dream, dream, but they didn't need one big scare at the end. 
Tom Savini, the makeup guy, he goes, he watched Carrie. He goes, I had, like, he liked that movie. He's like, I had an idea. Like, what if Jason comes out of the lake? Right. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. But he's like, no, come on, it'll be great. One big scare. He used to actually, he used to say, hey, I did this, like, Friday the 13th, I did the makeup for this movie. Can I go in? He just wanted to watch the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. And see the audience react to it. Because, <laughs> like you did, but just a whole room full of people just oh freaking out. Committer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, again, it's like trying to say, but you, but it plays like it's a dream sequence, right? Almost like the Wizard of Oz when. She... Oh yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> she wakes up and you were there. And so you were there. okay, so here's how it works. Second movie, first scene, she gets killed. This actress, this character, they okay. just they just do a clean slate. They go all okay. new characters. All right, but they do the but it's kind of the psycho thing again, where here's the character from the first movie. Not going to pop up again. Don't worry. But <laughs> such but, a pretty scene. That yeah, was. I, was, I was really trying to. <laughs> I was really trying to goose you there. Oh. But um, so she gets killed, and then it's Jason the whole time. Okay. Uh, someone finds that he had his mother's decapitated head in a in his cabin in the woods. Oh my god! And was like, and he was like get, receiving orders from it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so he's crazy. Like, does that way she was getting orders from her dead son mm-hmm. in the reboot, in the in the sequel, and they go, oh, well, now he's getting orders from his dead mother. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Like these, okay, so then what actually happens at the end is kind of weird. Like, it's edited weird, and you don't actually know what happens. Third movie, whole new group of campers. They're not even campers, actually. They're just kids at a summer house. Okay. They're just like, oh, it's my old friend's summer house or whatever. And they're all hanging out. He, he starts killing them all, of course. Uh-huh. They have nothing to do with anything in the first movie. It's not even at Crystal Lake. Okay. But that's the movie where he steals someone's hockey mask and wears it the whole movie. Uh, and he wears that the rest of the movie. So okay. that's that was the third one. But then these are big. Every every year, they're just churning them out. Oh, my gosh. Fourth movie. Okay, so in the third movie, he gets killed. Uh-huh. Fourth movie, he just rises from the dead for no reason. <laughs> for no reason at all. Like they just they just like wheel him out to the morgue and then he comes alive in the morgue and starts killing people. They don't even give an explanation. Oh my gosh! So fourth one was supposed to be the final chapter. So they have you know Corey Feldman is Mm-mm. he was no. like a little kid actor at the time. He was actually pretty popular. Okay. And they have him kill Jason at the end. Okay. And it was called Friday Thirteenth, the final chapter, because Paramount was embarrassed by these movies and they were getting a lot of complaints uh-huh. from parents groups and stuff like that. Um, moral major- majority stuff like that kind of stuff. So. That's going to be it. But it was too popular. That movie made all the money. (laughs) So then they made a fifth one called A New Beginning. And then that has a guy in a hockey mask killing everyone. But at the end it's revealed it's not Jason. It's just some crazy guy who is copycatting. Copycat, yeah. Sixth one, the guy who Corey Feldman played says, I got to make sure Jason's dead. And he goes and he digs up Jason's grave. And Jason gets struck by lightning Frankenstein style and comes back to life again as a zombie. Oh my gosh. Oh my god! So the seventh one, he's like, so sixth one, he gets chained to the bottom of a lake, 
Like, that's how... Because they can't kill him because he keeps coming back to life. So they tie a rock around him. Oh, my god! They, uh, they chain him, and then he's just at the bottom of the lake. S- seventh one, there's a psychic. It was it was originally supposed to be Jason versus Carrie. <laughs> so oh there's a psychic girl, and she raises him from the lake with her psychic powers accidentally. Oh and so he starts killing all these gosh. people again. Eighth one... Uh, it's a it's a gr- it's a graduation party on a boat and they're going to Manhattan. Yeah. Jason, they they start somehow they start in a lake and then they go to Manhattan. Like the geography makes no sense. Right. Jason climbs onto the boat, starts oh killing God. everyone, and ends in New York. Wow. The ninth one doesn't follow any continuity at all, and it invents and and the, it opens with the craziest thing ever, which is there's an there's been an FBI task force that's like okay, Jason has killed. Like, 70 people by now. So there's, like, an FBI task force that lures him out into a cabin by having an undercover agent go out there like she's just a girl camping and take a shower, and then he shows up, and then he gets exploded. Oh, my gosh. So then the soul of Jason Voorhees starts possessing people, and they start killing. Oh, my gosh. Jason 10 is called Jason X, a.k.a. Jason in Space. This movie takes place in the future when Jason is reconstructed by people on a spaceship, and he starts stalking them. Get out of here. It's the dumbest thing. And was there a following for all these? A huge following. This is, like, there is a huge horror movie following. So do they, I mean, do they have, like, you know, like when they have them played (coughs) in a theater and they're going to... They'll bring the directors out. Right. Kane Hodder, who is a famous Jason, he played him in a lot of the movies. Yeah. Like, he'll go to conventions and he'll charge... People will pay $50 for an autograph for the guy who played Jason, even though he never has any lines. He's just like a... Oh, my god. It's ridiculous. It's one of the most... So, is it still popular now? Like, when was the last movie made? The last movie was the remake, and that didn't actually didn't do so well. Okay. And that was in 2009. But it still has a strong... Like following, like they're okay. still sell a lot of merchandise. They've mm-hmm. done comic books, they've done novels, based on that. Like, wow! And this all came up by one guy, guy who put out the name, and then oh, because he uh, wanted to sell something like quick, yeah. And then quick made a movie, and then it just, uh, that is what's so. And again, like when you watch these movies through that sort of prism of history, yeah. it's just insane. Like it's just an in story about how Hollywood is the craziest place, and how like the way films are made makes no sense. Yeah. So anyway, wow, what a Mother's Day gift, Pastor. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for inspiring me. Uh, just, you're, yeah, you're not necessarily going to go out and watch it, but now you can say you saw it. Absolutely. And uh, you probably learned a lot. I did. I learned a lot. And... But maybe next time we'll do a Sound of Music commentary. <laughs> we can talk about all of our favorite songs. We'll talk, what's, what's the song with the goat? You know? <laughs> I like the ones where they were all in the dresses that looked like they were made out of the curtains. Mm-hmm. They were all matching. Oh, she, they were the curtains that she took down and made them right. all play clothes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite things. That's a yeah. good note. I am 16 going on 17. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. That's a good movie. But like I said, I'd like to see some commentary. I mean, some documentaries. I think that would be fun. There too. is a, I actually, cool. there's um, there's a really great book that's an oral history. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good. And then there's a, ser- there's a documentary about Friday the 13th. Uh, called Behind the Mask, I think, or oh. something like that. Uh, it might not be Behind the Mask, but it's something similar to that. And it covers the whole series, and it talks all the actors and producers, and so it's just yeah, it's just... so. For as far as this movie compared to 
all of the other horror films that yeah. you like. Yeah. Where does this rank? Not very. It's not very high, honestly. Okay. Okay. I love this series, like an aggregate and as a whole thing, right? Because it's because number one, there's like so many entries, and the way that they kept like the way it kept redefining itself. Yeah. Uh-huh. was like the fact that the most iconic thing about the series which is the hockey mask didn't even come until part three right like and the fact that he's a zombie like doesn't even come until part seven like it's wow. the craziest thing wow. so the whole series was really fascinating to me it's really weird and of course i like that structure i like that structure of store of movie a and movie b yeah and i like that idea of just like people like oh wait what is going on and it's that by then it's just they're the only ones left like there's a lot of slasher movies that try to have a lot more plot or more mystery where people are trying to, like, the instead of, like, a lot of the Friday 13 movies, the kills all happen from the course of a day, okay. you know, and then by the next morning, the movie's over. Uh-huh. But a lot of other movies, they'll try to, like, have it all these things happen over the course of a week, and people uh-huh. are like, what's happening? And then we'll have the cops, and we'll have all this. And it's a little too much plot, and it's a little, and it's, doesn't it's have that better just... better to do it in a shorter time. Yeah, because that's just that tension. It's okay. just that isolation and stuff. Like, yeah. that sort of approach to it is more interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, there are there are exceptions. Like, I really like the sc- the Scream movies are very funny, um, and they're very winking. Like, because they're... Cause what does all the... winking mean? Scream is a series in which all the characters have all seen horror movies. Okay. So they know all the tropes, and they're like, oh, I guess you're going to be the next one to Which die. I because... never, I don't even know what trope means. Did trope means it... just like it's a cliche that okay. just keeps popping up. Okay, got it. So, like, they make a lot of jokes. They're, they're basically characters who know they're in a horror movie. Okay. But at the same time, it's actually effective as a horror. Like, so, I, the Scream series is a, is one where that a lot of the, uh, the story takes place over an extended period of time, and it's still, it's still effective. But for the most part, I like that Beautiful. Friday 13th approach. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'm a nerd. Like it's <laughs> it's a pretty nerdy thing to be into, but but uh, but when you like look at it from that whole history and stuff, it's it's much more interesting. Very cool. So I, I thought I'd share that with you. Thank you, Patrick. This Next time very I'll, fun. I'll share something else that you don't have to look all the you don't have to see Kevin Bacon get an arrow through the throat. Oh my god! <laughs> from behind, from underneath yeah. the mattress. The crazy thing is, he doesn't really seem to feel it until it comes out the other end. Like you right, think. right. Drip on the forehead, and all of a sudden you see it through. Yes. It. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Crazy. So. Yeah. Well, that was very interesting. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you for being here. My pleasure. And um, my I pleasure. hope everyone enjoyed that. That was a you know fun, cute kind of <laughs> conversation. And <laughs> watch uh, watch Friday the Thirteenth with me and my mom. Very uh, cool. Happy Mother's Day, everybody! If you haven't called your mom or you haven't done something nice for your mom yet, do it. Do that. Very nice. There you go. Very good. Way to promote. Yeah, promote. Yeah. Wait for the I'm moms. On, I'm on the Mother's Day Council. There you go. This, this whole thing's been an ad for the Mother's Day Council. Uh, All right. Well, until um, next time, uh, you can find our website, directorsclubpodcast.com. Email us, directorsclubpodcast at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at Patrick Rapole, and uh, I, my viewing journal is Martha Marcy Nash and Young dot wordpress.com so you can uh, read my reviews of movies i'll probably write a review of friday the 13th actually after watching this um and uh anyway i'll see you guys next time with a uh, proper episode probably with jim uh, until then bye bye <laughs>